found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Wednesday. This is the eighth day of September. To many of us, it probably feels like Tuesday. For sure. I know yesterday you were feeling like it was Monday. Yeah. 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 But it's actually at the halfway point, the hump day of the week. We prepare for another edition of Tidbits. And so here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Now, we have learned the information pertaining to Corporal Sanchez. Yes. And the procession from Grissom Air Reserve Base back to Logansport. So it's basically all going to happen on Sunday. And what will happen is that uh, Corporal Sanchez... Will arrive at Grissom um, right around ten thirty, and then uh, really the procession. Uh, once he gets here, uh, it'll move. He'll he'll depart Grissom fairly soon. They they have a timeline of him getting here at ten thirty, leaving at ten forty five. Okay, and then they will uh, make their way. Um, basically, from the base. To 218 mm-hmm. to Walton, yes. 35 yes. back into Logansport. Right. Um, They'll uh, enter there, travel down Main Street. Okay, yes. So once they get to Logansport, it'll be Main Street to Burlington Avenue and or 3rd Street because it eventually turns into 3rd yeah. up to uh, Market and then to the funeral home. Right. So anywhere along that route where it's safe... You could be a part of it. Now, remember, on 218 and on 35, they'll be going highway speeds. So you don't want to create, you know, a situation out there yeah. unsafe in um, right in that environment. But uh, yeah. anyway, so that'll take place on Sunday. We'll have coverage of the uh, event yep. here on Iron Horse Broadcasting. And it uh, will start from Grissom Air Reserve Base. We'll have a point uh, in Walton. Then they, uh, I'm thinking we'll have some information as they arrive on the outskirts of Logansport. And then along the uh, route of Market Street, we'll mm-hmm. have coverage there as well. So, so basically, a um, couple things. No ceremony. When he arrives at the funeral home. Okay. And he'll be at Gundrum. All right. So no ceremony there. Um, however, there's a garrison flag that will be at Market and 8th Street, and the procession will stop there for about 30 seconds. Okay. Um, again, that's Market and 8th. All right. Um, and then uh, the Indiana State Police says that if you um, want to watch this route pass by, the suggested viewing areas are Foreman, near Grissom Air Reserve Base, along State Road 218 and US 35 in Walton, and then anywhere along the entire route in Logansport. Okay. As long as you're not in someone's yeah. yard. Yeah. You know, don't be respectful. Do that, yeah. Yeah. And again, that's set for Sunday. Yes. Oh. And then I have, I have the other information about the actual uh, visitation of okay. funeral. Okay, all right. If you want to do that. Sure. Um, the public visitation for his, uh, well, that'll be at uh, from 1 to 7 
at LifeGave Church here in Logansport. And then the uh, public funeral will be held at 11 Tuesday morning at LifeGate with full military graveside rites at uh, Mount Hope. Okay. So it's uh, been a process since we learned of his death and uh, to the point of getting him back to Logansport. So. Mm-hmm. And again, that uh, all will begin Sunday at about 1030 on Iron Horse Broadcasting. Yep. Hopefully we'll be able to keep you up to date as to the whereabouts of the procession. It is 627. I've got this, Matt. Um, okay. You know, there is still entertainment on the airline. Here's a guy arrested on an American Airlines flight from L.A. to Salt Lake City after refusing to listen to flight attendants, then growling and screaming. Yeah. That's what you think about us. That is exactly what you think about us. Wow. What? What are you going to kick me off this flight? I'm already here. No. That's what you think about us. God bless America. segment you'll hear growling come on man <laughs> he legit sounds like when i pretend you know like when i do the drunk voice yes that's the hey <laughs> Are you going to kick me off this flight? Now we continue with um, one of the pilots coming out to assist the flight crew. And um, he starts yelling at the guy to sit down. Here we go. Seriously. Imagine that during your flight. Now, we're not getting the whole thing here because why is he yelling, you know, Joe Biden? Really? Why is he yelling that? Why is he doing any of this? I don't know. So, <laughs> so there you go. That's um, <laughs> what you can endure on any given day on any given flight. He was taken off the plane by police when the flight landed in Utah. Hmm. But... Uh, in the interim, quite a show for those around him. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's going to be one of those days when you board. It is. Six- and, and it says nothing about him, <laughs> like, being drunk or no, anything. It no. just. He sounds to me like um, Tommy Chong. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Kind of. 
Police said we're airport. We're called to the airport just for uh, intoxicated okay, passenger. Right. Okay, so <laughs> kind of Tommy Chong like, you know, with yeah, his yeah, yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's it is six thirty. We'll uh, check news with Karen. We've got more tidbits on the way. This is tidbits. <laughs> edition of tidbits as we continue you know we uh, know of the hundreds of trucks that were in the kokomo yeah doko lot and yes over in fort wayne we heard much the same mm-hmm. the ongoing computer ship chip shortage will keep car prices high until 2023 nice it's what you want to hear Great if you're news. looking for a vehicle for real for real Last week, Ford and GM revealed they were shutting down some plants for a week or two due to the shortage. The lack of vehicles in high demand is leading to record high consumer prices. Experts now say those high prices for new and used, as well as rental cars, will extend into next year and might not drop until 2023. That's a long, long time. That's a long haul, yeah. Yeah. And... And I've been asking this question to many. Why aren't we just building those chips here in the good old U.S. of A.? It's a good question. Why are we so reliant on these to be imported from China? You've got to be able to do this. And right. I would think you'd be able to start U.S. operation. This is ridiculous. Yeah. That you're at the beck and call of, you know. And, you know, the reason they were all parked outdoors because they were getting chewed up by mice. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you get one of those vehicles, is it going to be ratty? Once once that happens, they got to trash it. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. That's one. That's one of the reasons why they had to get them out of a warehouse that's into the outdoors. Yeah. It's it just seems like we start making those and get some production going here. But um, it doesn't seem to be the case. I'm sure we can. Surely do. there has to be. Microchip manufacturers in the U.S., right? Surely there has to be. Yeah, you would certainly think so. What an opportunity for them right now. But um, I don't know. Whoever thought that this would create such havoc? Yeah. You know, that, you've got uh, businesses that are closing early because they don't have enough staff. You know, the staff, it's just unbelievable. That you go through this crunch, and then when you come out of it, that there's that many less workers. Now, yeah. You know, it's yeah. just weird. It is weird. And people say, well, they're just living off unemployment because they're... I don't think so. I, you know, I just... I think we're an aged workforce, and many folks just decided to call it quits. You think that's a lot of it? Uh, I think. Yeah. You know, because if you look at the average age, you know, of this... Just this area, you know, is, uh, so I don't know. But if you look, a lot of people that are, you know, older yeah. are the ones going back to work. Yeah. You know? They're stepping forward and getting some of that cash. They are. I mean, if you go to, you know, any number of fast food restaurants, you'll see people in their, you know, 50s and 60s yeah. taking your order now, you know? 
But, you know, I mean, if you're getting 13 to 15 bucks an hour, you know, why not? Why not? No, I don't know. You know, and I've seen menus that say, you know, because of the shortage and blah, blah, prices have been changed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's just a, it's terrible. Gasoline's 315 I feel like we were somewhere that they, like all the prices on the menu were the same, but they just like tacked on like a certain percent surcharge when you paid because of the, you know, rising prices. Yes, it beats changing the menu. Yeah. I don't, it's just terrible yeah. right now if you think about it. And when it comes to the shortage of chips, it just seems to me like you'd be able to make them here. At once upon a time, they had to have, right? But, I mean, I mean is it, it, it can't be just that easy, right? Well, let's just make them here. I mean, that's, it can't be that simple, can it? I don't know why it couldn't be. I just don't know why it couldn't be. You could probably have them made right here in Logansport, okay? Because we've got manufacturers here that do circuit boards, okay? Let's make these little chips. Here we go. Hey, work for everybody, okay? Yeah. And then you just start making massive amounts of chips. I don't so, know. So I went to Google, and okay. I, I typed in, why aren't microchips made in the U.S.? Okay. And the first thing that came up is from businessinsider.com, a little blurb that says, the U.S. relies heavily on outsourcing chip making since it's cheaper and easier to go overseas. The country's reliance on foreign manufacturers is even more glaring amid the global chip shortage. The solution, as President Biden has said, is to invest in domestic chip production. So why aren't we? Why isn't it under? Is it underway? Is it happening? Is it? Do we need to start DNM microchips? Could be our money maker. <laughs> Could be. You know. You know. It's just it just doesn't make any sense to me that we became so dependent on and because of the labor. Yeah. Because it's cheap. Yeah. That, that's basically what it boils down to is labor costs. And I don't understand that. That just makes them that much more. You know, price heavy, because if you look at what it costs to manufacture one and what we end up paying for it, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty cents on that end, three hundred on this. You know, I'm just using that as a right as an example. Right. Then you got shipping. Mm-hmm. You know, what's that cost? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we had the other day that there were what forty four ships and just sitting outside California. This. Backlog. I mean, bottlenecked up. Because there's not enough labor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's just unbelievable. I but don't you're know. right. That, that's what people are, that's usually what you hear. Well, they're living off unemployment. That can't be it. They're not. I mean, they, that can't be everyone, no. right? Right? It's just It not. can't be. Right? I don't think so. And I don't think they're still getting that extra money, are they? I've no, I've no clue. I don't know. I have no clue. But that just doesn't make much sense to me. So maybe we'll get into the chip making business, Matt. (laughs) Only take us two weeks to produce one chip. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have high price chips. That's right. (laughs) We'll make ours for Mercedes. I mean, it seems like the first person that that makes that happen 
we've got circuitry work right around here in Logan Sport. Yeah. You know, I mean, you think somebody'd be jumping on that bandwagon saying, "Hey, we can do it right here, right here. We'll do it." Well, have chips in your trucks by December. Yeah. And then you know, I don't know. You know, maybe it'll then happen. The town is saved. Everyone. Is- oh. It's like us magically finding the gold in the construction project here at the station with our <laughs> April 1st story. <laughs> Every citizen in Logansport will get. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Impossible Foods has introduced its new meatless chicken nuggets. Now, is there a need for meatless chicken? <laughs> I don't now, we always hear, you know, we're, we've got a shortage of wings. Yeah. There's a shortage of wings. But these are nuggets, okay? The Impossible Nuggets are made of delicious soy protein mm. and include other ingredients such as sunflower oil, food starch, herbs, and seasoning. The nuggets are coated traditionally in breadcrumbs. They'll hit grocery stores across the U.S. later this month, starting at Kroger, Walmart's. You got to say that with an S. Walmart's, Walmart's. Safeway, Albertson. Save with them, it is an S. Yeah, and a few others. Is the meatless stuff really going like hotcakes? You see ads. Yeah, you do. I mean, is it? Are people buying it? I don't know that there's much more benefit to it other than you feel good that you're not eating another animal. Right. I guess, you know, for for the sake of our local economy, okay. I, I hope it does well because it is made of soy. Yeah. And we have a lot of soybean yeah. farmers, you know, in the area. And, and you know, for, for their sake, I hope it does well. Okay. Not no. sure I'll be eating it, but <laughs> I hope someone else does. But it's just, I don't, I guess, are we, I, I always think to myself when I see it on TV or something, are we really leaning that way? Is that what we want? I can taste a difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But maybe others are demanding it. Now, for a little kid, I guess they probably wouldn't know. You know, you start them out on soy nuggets, <laughs> okay, and they think it's a real treat. And then if they had chicken, I bet there's a whole generation of people yes. that don't even know what a bone-in chicken looks like, <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah. yeah. Because they've ate nothing but nuggets. Right. I don't know that they'd even know how to address a real drumstick. Well, I was going to say, that was that was our nuggets back in the day, where, where, was the drumstick. Because <laughs> yeah. you could hold it, and, you know... <laughs> course up to age whatever you had it all over your face you did you did so i i don't know and this good news for the ladies out there Mm. an avocado a day could help redistribute belly fat in women and toward a healthier profile 105 adults with overweight and obesity, participated in a randomized controlled trial that provided one meal a day for 12 weeks. Women who consumed avocado as part of their daily meal had reduction in deeper visceral abdominal fat. 
the hard-to-target fat associated with higher risks. These women experienced a reduction in the ratio of visceral fat <laughs> to sub uh, subcutaneous <laughs> fat, <laughs> indicating a redistribution of fat away from the organs. All right, then. However, fat distribution in dudes didn't change. Uh, of course. And <laughs> neither males nor females had improvements in glucose tolerance. So, ladies, you may want to add an avocado a day, as well as an apple. Why not? Because apples are very beneficial as well. And finally, a naked lady decided to drive a golf cart into a crime scene. Oh, jeez. As deputies in Pinellas County, Florida, tried to defuse a standoff. <laughs> deputies set up a perimeter outside a home after an 18-year-old fled, climbed onto the roof of a home, and pointed a gun at the deputies. That started a standoff that would last six hours. Jeez. Then the 28-year-old woman of Boston, Massachusetts, <laughs> drove a golf cart by several marked sheriff's office vehicles officers and uh, that were at the scene and ignored deputies commands to leave as she approached the house uh, the arrest affidavit says her actions and inability to follow directions <laughs> put multiple deputies at risk for potentially getting uh, shot at that's not funny but the inability to follow directions <laughs> it's, like, it's like a teacher like you know Explaining talks too much in class, <laughs> does not listen, has the inability yes. to follow directions. Eventually, they managed to get her out of the golf cart and handcuffed her. <laughs> she was uh, facing charges of resisting an officer without violence. Now, what makes you show up naked in a golf cart? <laughs> it's always something. <laughs> I'm in my golf cart. <laughs> What are y'all? What are y'all doing over here? Is that what she's up to? <laughs> and just naked, right? <clears throat> driving it through a standoff. So there you go. I enjoy driving golf cart, <laughs> but never has it crossed my mind. You know what would make this experience better? If I were naked. <laughs> <laughs> it just uh, never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. So there you go. Some tidbits. On this Wednesday. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. See you, All right, then. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.